Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A lot of people will say, you know, you shouldn't say that. Don't say that to yourself. You shouldn't say you hate yourself. But if that's actually what you're feeling, and I was, and I wanted that feeling to go. So I tapped on it over and over again until there was no energy left behind it. Now it's just words. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back or welcome to my podcast. And if you are watching this on YouTube, welcome back to my channel. My name is Carly and I am so excited that you are here to co-create with me. Today, I am here to share an interview that I had with an amazing guest on my podcast, Anne Heinz. Me and Anne had an amazing conversation all about the importance of healing. And when we allow ourselves to tap into the emotional trauma which may be stored inside our body, how they can lead to literal physical changes that Anne has experienced, which guys, literally her bone structures shifted with all of the amazing healing work that she did, and it's incredible. Releasing trapped trauma also helps with amplifying your manifestations, but overall it makes you more whole and in tune with who you truly are. So this is an incredible interview. We talk about EFT tapping and another form of energy work and energy healing, which I personally do and I have noticed amazing changes. After the interview, be sure to stick around to learn more about Soul Tribe, the first social and dating app for the spiritual community in order for us to connect with friends and love interests while deepening a connection with self as well as amplifying our manifestations. And also stick around if you are interested in learning how you can connect with me one-on-one -on -one in order to create your very own personalized manifestation tools or your own personalized guided meditation, self-concept, rampages, subliminals, affirmations, whatever it is that you use to manifest. But Without further ado, if you are ready to learn how to embrace your emotions and release any trap trauma which you may have in your body, this is going to be an incredible episode. So if you're ready, let's co-create. Hello, beautiful souls and welcome. Today, I am back with another amazing interview for you. I'd like to welcome Anne. Anne is a spiritual teacher, public speaker, and author who's all about changing the world from the inside out. That means focusing and looking within and facing and embracing all aspects of ourselves, including our emotions. So welcome, Anne. I'm so happy to have you here today and have this deep dive on the power of embracing our emotions and how it allows us to tap back into our power. So before we get started, why don't you share a little bit about yourself for my listeners as well as how you discovered the power of embracing emotions in your own life. Sure, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm Anne. I'm a mom of two boys. I live in California. I've lived here for 33 years. I was conceived in New Zealand and born in England and lived in multiple different countries around the world in my childhood and um, had a lot of trauma in childhood that started at birth when I was born with my right foot up against my right shin and then, you know, had physical therapy for the first six weeks of life. And then I was given away um, for adoption. So, you know, different things happened along the way that stored 
stored emotions inside of me, stored trauma inside of me. And I had no idea that there was anything I could do other than just go on with life. So that's what I did. And it wasn't until I was actually in my late 30s that I actually realized that there was something that I could maybe look at from my childhood. Mm. So that that's what started my journey. So it seems like you kind of came into the world, like you said, with some energy um, trapped in your body. So it's awesome that you were able to find these techniques that we're going to discuss. If you want to share maybe what is it that led you to discovering these techniques and how you can use them for your, your life and releasing that trauma that you had for all those years? It was my late 30s and I was a stay-at-home mom with two young boys. And I had like a business altercation. I had a small business that I ran as well. And two other mothers didn't like a decision I made. And I thought I'd, I thought it was okay. It was a good business decision, but they didn't like it. And my mind just span, just kept spinning over and over and over what had happened, what they had said, what I had done. It just, it was, it was days. I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I realized at that point, well, maybe I'm a little bit more reactive, reactionary than most other people. Didn't think other people would do what I was doing at this point. And that's when I realized Maybe, you know, maybe this is somewhat like an experience that I would have with my dad where he would think I had done something wrong, but I didn't think I'd done something wrong and my mind would spin out of control. So that was kind of the first inkling that maybe, I mean, it's funny to look at it now. Maybe there's something I haven't looked at. There were so many things I haven't looked at, Mm -hmm. but um, it was in that kind of time frame just after that, I think that I actually went to a doctor's appointment. And he was a holistic physician and he recognized that I was more stressed than I should be. And he asked me what my stress level was on a zero through 10 scale. And I said it was an eight. And then he asked me why. And I knew right in that moment, it was because when I was 19, I had woke up, woken up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. And the tears were still 20 years later, the tears were just under the surface. And so he used that technique with me. It's called EFT, short for Emotional Freedom Technique or Tapping. And he used it with me for about 15 minutes in that appointment over my mother's death. And I walked away being able to tell the story in my mind without the tears there anymore. And that was just huge. It was just a huge shift in like an hour. That is so, so powerful. Um, I could only imagine what that could have been like to be 19 and to see and experience that and um, it just it shows though that when these things happen to us we do end up having like these emotions that get trapped in our bodies and like you said it was years after but you were still feeling that and I hadn't realized at that point it was it was that point when I realized that the emotions are really just stuck they're stored physically in our body and that we can let them go. Wow. Yeah, that's it is very powerful Um, because I know like even in science, they say you can literally measure your blood. Your blood chemistries will change during stressful situations or even when you think about stressful situations. So even like on a blood chemistry level, your body physically goes through changes before and after you experience trauma that kind of study on EFT they have actually Mm -hmm. tested the blood before doing some tapping and then after tapping and it does it changes over that short period of time the blood chemistry changes 
Yeah. And that's what that's also what I think makes it kind of interesting because a lot of the times with emotions, people tell you like, oh, like it's it's just in your head, like get over it almost. But then you realize it's not just in your head. It's physically stored in your body sometimes. And that's where it shows how important it is. And um, that was actually going to be one of my questions for you, because I know like within the law of attraction and spiritual community, there's this big emphasis, for example, on being positive and when negative emotions come up to just kind of try to kind of in a way skate past them and put a happy face sticker and positive emotions over it. And I know that you are someone who interprets the law of attraction in a different way than most people. So how is it that you see law of attraction and those spiritual laws differently? So I did work with positive thinking for a few years, like a way, ways back. And I realized it it really, it doesn't really work. At least it didn't work for me. And what I realized now is that when you're trying to think positively, you're actually suppressing the actual feeling or the actual thought you're thinking. And that thought really just wants to be accepted. And once we accept it fully, it actually dissipates. And then a, a naturally positive thought just arises because it's, it's just underneath the, the light is underneath the darkness. All we need to do is work with the darkness. And that's what EFT is so great with. It works with the negative because it actually allows us to feel those feelings and accept them and lets that energy dissipate from the body. So over the course of my journey, I've come to realize that the law of attraction works and we know it's a universal law. You know, it's a universal law. It's working all the time, every second of every day it's working and it's attracting back to us what we, what the signal that we've been emitting. So what I've realized is the signal is the whole of us. You know, people talk about it just being our thoughts. It's not just our thoughts. It's everything about us. It's our size. It's our gender. It's our hair. It's our clothes. Everything about us is part of our signal. But what I've realized over the time and most recently in the last couple of years is the biggest part of the signal is that energy that we stored inside of us from our past. It's the tension that is stored in the connective tissue, which is where we hold on to these emotions from the past that is a huge part of our signal. And so I wanted to change that signal. I wanted to change the base signal in me. I wanted to be the change. So working with EFT, I realized was actually releasing that charge inside the body. So I just worked with it on a daily basis. And then I write down all my emotional memories from my past, from my childhood, everything I could remember, I wrote down and I tapped through one a night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. And I found my mind becoming quiet and peaceful, which was really, really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. Because even one of the most basic laws of physics is energy can't be created or destroyed. So when you do have that energy in your body, sometimes thinking the positive thoughts are just putting a happy face sticker on it. But in order for it to actually get released from your body, you do have to, because energy can't be created or destroyed, but you can redirect it in different ways. So that's kind of like where the transmutation comes from through the tapping and through all the different energy work, because it's there. So one, you can't ignore it. And two, you can't pretend it's not there. You do pretend it's not there. That's what I did for decades. Yeah, so it makes sense that reality would just keep reflecting back to us in different ways 
you know, through law of attraction and everything else, different situations and circumstances, although it might not be the same, it's that same energy that's trying to express itself. Yeah, I think of it as, as that same signal is however we're feeling right now, that complex of emotions we're feeling, that's our signal. And that's where that's why we attract similar circumstances back. It's the same feeling and it's just showing up for us so that we can accept it and let it go and transmute that energy. That's why people, you know, that people say, well, why is this happening to me all the time, right? It's the same things, the same relationships or the same endings to relationships. So many things just replay and they're just replaying for us to notice them and let them go. Exactly. So can you, I, I know a lot of people within the community know about EFT, but can you describe it and how you use it for my audience, just in case anyone isn't aware? Yeah. So it's also called tapping, as I said. And so that's generally what I call it. So what we're doing is we're tapping on certain parts of the body as we're talking through something that happened or how we're feeling. So the first point is the karate chop point on the side of the hand. And that's where we do a setup phrase. So I've changed the wording slightly from the original. So I would say something like, even though I'm a little afraid of what's happening out in the world right now, that's my truth in this moment and it's okay that I feel that way so I'd say that three times that's a setup phrase and then you start tapping so the first point is the crown point on the top of the head so I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now so that's the phrase I will use over and over again the next point is the beginning of the eyebrows I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now the next point is the bone on the edge of the eye I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now then the bone under the eye I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now. Then under the nose, on the upper lip, I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now. Then on the chin, I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now. Then on the collarbone, beginning of the collarbone, I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now. And then under the arm, about three or four inches under the armpit, where the brass trap goes across, I'm afraid of what's happening in the world right now. And then you take a deep breath and you let it go. And that's one round of EFT. So the points are the ends of meridian systems. So it's a little bit like acupressure. Those are the points we're tapping on. It's that tapping process itself that allows the energy to to release from the neural pathways, from the connective tissue. And one one of the great things about EFT, because it doesn't look like it's doing a lot, but your body actually gives you feedback. So as you're saying the same thing over and over again, your voice will change, right? So if you start out really being angry or fearful, or frustrated, the voice will relax as we as we say the thing over and over again. A lot of people will yawn. That's a sign of release of tension. So is tears. So are burps. A lot of people will burp. Some people will get really, really tired or you'll take a deep sigh. Those are all signs from your body that you're actually releasing energy. I've heard laughing could also sometimes be a form of release for some people does laughing count or sometimes I I find that's more of a suppression right Mm -hmm. we laugh when we really don't want to feel what it is Mm -hmm. that we should be feeling yeah yeah Yeah. so that's what we do and like with my mother's story I would say the story exactly what happened right from waking up in the morning and finding it really quiet because you normally have the radio on I would talk through the whole story and feel those emotions as I go through the story Then I would come back to the beginning and tell the story again. And it opens up the subconscious mind. So more details of the story are opened up to us. 
And then as you keep doing it over and over again, it just becomes a story. It just becomes like you're reading from a book. And at that point, you know that the emotion has gone, the charge has gone from inside of us. And so our signal has changed. Right? It's no longer affecting us when there's no emotional charge left inside. So how many rounds? I mean, I, I know it's probably different for the situation and the person, um, but how many rounds do you normally do for a given scenario that you're trying to release? It's totally different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. I'm not even sure I could say. I mean, as the conscious mind opens up, you become aware of more things, you become aware at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can actually feel the tension around individual words. I could tap on an individual word. And at some point after I'd done quite a bit of tapping, and I don't recommend this to begin with, but I got to the place where I could tap on the phrase, I hate myself. And I tapped on that phrase for probably three, four hours, maybe over a couple of weeks before Mm. I actually let the tension in that phrase go. And a lot of people will say, you know, you shouldn't say that. Don't say that to yourself. You shouldn't say you hate yourself. But if that's actually what you're feeling, and I was, and I wanted that feeling to go. So I tapped on it over and over again until there was no energy left behind it. Now it's just words. I hate myself. I can say that so easily and it doesn't bring up anything inside of me. Yeah, because there's no true meaning behind it. And like you said, some people might say like, oh, you shouldn't say that about yourself. But the fact that you're conscious of it and you're choosing to tap for it means you want to release it, which I think is the most ultimate sign of self-love there could be. If that is where you were at that time and you've made the decision that you were going to say it to release it, what is more loving (laughs) self-love than that? Right. But it actually takes a while to be able to find it because we cover Mm -hmm. those beliefs up and those thoughts up with so many other layers um, that, you know, we have to find those and let those go before something as deep as that will actually come up in my experience anyway. So while you're tapping, are there certain things that you think of? Do you just focus on the words that you're saying? Do you focus on the emotions? What do you, because I know sometimes the mind goes. So while you're tapping, do you just allow yourself to be very conscious with the words that you're saying while being present with your emotions? What's your mental state like while you're doing the tapping in order to get the most benefit out of it? Right. You're using the words to bring the emotion into the body. So because it's the emotion that we're wanting to let go, it's that charge we want to let go. So, you know, it's hard to begin with when there's, you know, there's tears involved in the emotions, but the words you use are the words that will keep the tears flowing, right? Because Mm -hmm. you want to let them go. I believe I believe that all the tears that we never shed in childhood is still inside of us, ready to come out and willing to come out if we allow them. So those words we use are the ones to to hold the emotion in the body so that we can let it go. So besides EFT, what are some other techniques or things that we can do in order to release emotion? Okay, I did. I used another technique, not at the beginning. I used EFT for several years. But I noticed it was opening up the subconscious mind and expanding my awareness. So I started to become aware of the emotions I was feeling because I had suppressed everything. I didn't know how I felt when I started this journey. So I became aware of those emotions during the day. And then underneath the emotions is a set of physical sensations. So we use the words like 
anger and sadness and frustration. But what we're really describing is we're feeling a set of physical sensations and we, we call it the name of anger or sadness or frustration, right? So for me, I was in fear a lot. So I would feel fear and I can feel fear in my stomach area, in my torso. So I became aware of those physical sensations and then I worked with those instead of the word. I call it feeling your feelings, which is such an obvious, an obvious <laughs> phrase, but it's not as easy as it sounds, right? Because I had suppressed those feelings for decades. So they didn't want to be felt. They wanted to hide away. So I would think a thought that brought up fear inside of me. And I would feel that fear in my stomach. But as soon as I moved, or even if I took a deep breath, the feelings, the sensations disappeared again because they didn't want to be felt. So what I had to do is actually find that fear in my, in my stomach area and stop breathing and stop moving, actually hold myself like a statue so that I could focus on that tension. And I would talk to it. It's like, okay, I can feel, I can feel this fear right there in my stomach and it's okay. I just want to feel you. I want to allow you to be just to be. And I don't want to change you in any way. I just want to focus on you and allow you to be. And at some point I would take a deep breath and there would be a shift. Then I would think the thought again. So you have to be able to find the thought that has mm -hmm. the fear. So I would think the thought again, feel that fear and it would have shifted, it would have might have moved somewhere slightly different, or it might be a little less intense. And I would feel it again, and it would shift. And I would do the same thing over and over again with the same thought. And then the emotions would disappear, the tension underneath would disappear. So that is something that people can do when they have that awareness of the sensations. And I couldn't have done that when I started this journey. But I think people like empaths, Right, who can already feel a lot more than other people, those people could probably just start with that feeling your feelings and just allow all that tension to dissipate out of the body. Yeah, I used to have a manifestation coach and that was one of the things she actually did with me. She would basically like talk me through it and I had my eyes closed. And it's very interesting because like you mentioned, you really do feel it in your body. And then she was like, oh, does it have a color? Does it have like a shape and a size? And I was able to like feel it. And then it was, it slowly just started moving to other parts of my body. And it was the first time I've ever did anything like that. And it was truly incredible because then you feel it release. Sometimes I think I burped it out and <laughs> it was just crazy because you could physically feel it in your body. And even if you don't have like some physical, you know, sex, like sensation of it expelling, because I've had it in other times, like you mentioned, you just slowly, you, you realize you think those thoughts again, and then nothing comes up and you realize that it's gone. But yeah, I would, I would agree. Um, that was something that I did and it, it was very, very powerful. And it really, it was kind of fun also because it showed you how things really do manifest in your physical body and it allowed you to get it allowed me to get more in tune with like my feelings and just being more receptive and realizing like yeah like this is like a little part of me that just wants love so <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking to it I was giving it love I was letting it be there but yeah it was, it was very beautiful <laughs>
Well, nice. And in terms of manifestation, you know, which you talk about a lot on this show, once you become aware at this deeper level, you'll be able to feel the resistance to something that you think you want, right? That there's actual physical resistance in the body if there's something mm-hmm. you want that you don't have yet. Yeah. So you can be aware at it at a much deeper level than just the words. Yeah, that is that is very true. Now that you mentioned it now, because I've I've been on this journey for a little while now. But now when certain things happen, I'm more like aware of like my emotions and sometimes like certain thoughts elicit certain feelings in my body and sometimes they don't. And it's like, okay, so this is something that I've consciously accepted as true for myself, like as far as manifesting goes. And then the other times when I feel like that drop in my stomach, it's like, all right, there's something here. (laughs) why is it that we're getting nervous we're the creators of our reality we could do whatever we want but then for certain things there's certain aspects where it's like "Mm, I'm gonna shy away from this and yeah once you really do the energy work it really does allow you to like tune into those things and yeah it it helps in like all areas of life so what is your advice for anyone who maybe at work or maybe with like their partner or their kid and they feel themselves coming on with negative emotion. And maybe they can't, you know, allow themselves to get quiet and do the energy work or do the tapping. What is your advice for when you recognize the negative emotions that come up in the moment? Right. So the first thing is actually noticing, right? Not getting caught up in the emotions. It's so easy for us these days to get caught up in the emotions and not actually notice, oh, I'm getting emotional. So, you know, that's the first step is actually noticing it. And once you do, you know, what I did myself is I used the law of attraction. I asked myself, because I knew this was my signal, right? If we're emotional, that's our signal. And it means we're going to attract this feeling back again into our future. So I would ask myself, do I want to feel this way again in the future? And normally the answer was no. And so that was an impetus for me to change. So then I would have to do something. So it couldn't be as simple as taking a deep breath. That is actually changing our signal more into relaxation, more into peace. So that right there, just that changes our future because it's changed our signal right then. Now you can do the feeling the feelings work anywhere, right? You just have to feel the sensations in the body and not not we don't want to express those feelings express that anger or frustration but just feel it inside of us because their feelings that we've had over and over again we've always suppressed them so just feel them feel what it feels like and it's going to feel weird because we don't we're not taught how to do this so just feel what anger feels like in your body and allow it to be and you can pretty much do that anywhere That's very true. I've noticed myself doing it like at work, for example. And like you said, recognizing it, I think is like 95% of it, especially because certain things don't have to necessarily be deep rooted, but you could just be reacting to something in the moment and the thoughts come up. So I've realized there are times where I just, like you said, kind of just being with the emotion and recognizing it. And then it slowly just goes away on its own. And I'm just like, oh, And then it's also, I feel like remembering that you are not your thoughts and you are not your emotions, although you might be experiencing something and it might become part of you. 
sometimes it's it's like taking a step back and kind of viewing it from that third person. And like you said, just being with it, not judging it, that definitely helps with transmuting. I saw on your page that you've been doing this work, like you mentioned, for a long time, and you were able to realize some physical and measurable, recognizable changes through doing this energy release. So I'm very curious to know about a little bit more about that because I saw pictures of x-rays and bones were shifting and I'm like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I I went a little bit further. Each time I did some of this work, you know, I felt better and I, I wanted more. So I just kept going. So I was now feeling those feelings. And so I would lay on the sofa at night and I would bring up collective traumas to mind, right? Because we all have our own experience of the collective traumas. So I'd bring up something like 9-11 and feel all those sensations in my body and allow them to dissipate and bring the thought up again and do it again and again. And at some point during this process, I recognized that I could keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had released which was really weird. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just kind of playing around. And so I would try and do it again. And I could. And then, okay, now that I'm inside, can I move it around? So I realized I could move my awareness around. Now, it's, it's hard to explain. The only way I can really try and explain it is imagine you have a toothache or a stomach ache. You can pinpoint with your mind where the pain is coming from, right? You can feel where it is. But once the pain has gone, You can't really put your mind or your awareness back on that place because it's not calling your attention anymore. I could. I could put my awareness back inside. And I noticed I could feel tension or no tension. And so I would do the same thing on now on a deeper level. I'd hold my awareness on the tension. There would be a shift. I'd do it again and again and again. And it would release what I now know is um, the connective tissue, tension in the connective tissue. And at some point I could put my awareness inside my head um, and the tension in there and the pain in my head was absolutely amazing. I had no idea how much pain and tension I had been holding in my head for 50 years. Oh my God. It was crazy, but I realized, you know, we're only shown as much as we can deal with at any point. So at that point I was ready to work with this tension. And so I would do the same thing, put my awareness on the tension accept it there'd be a shift do it again and again and at some point I could actually feel my bones kind of relax into what I now know is a more aligned position and so having the x-rays that I had taken last year compared to 2013 was amazing for me to see you know physically through x-rays the changes that I could feel taking place but I didn't know the bones that I socket. I didn't know those bones would shift, but they have shifted. And wow. my jaw was way off to the side. It's now more centered. And my neck, I had scoliosis, I think, from birth, from my foot being up against my shin. My whole body was twisted and it's untwisting now. And so my neck is straighter and I've grown half an inch as a 55-year-old. So wow. that's kind of fun. <laughs> that's so cool I'm a a big science geek so just like hearing it and I love tying in the spiritual and the energy work with the science so it's just incredible because again it shows you how tension and holding on to things actually does um, affect us on a physical level and again some people think like oh it's just your thoughts it's just your mind but 
No, your body responds to all of that. Right. For, so for me, you know, feeling those tensions and those forces pulling my head out of alignment made me realize and really understand that law of attraction. You know, it's a, it's a huge shift out of alignment when we're holding the, that tension in our body, right? And once we let it go, then we're, I believe we're more in tune with spirit or, or God or whatever, right? That I believe I'm looking through the connective tissue when I'm looking inside my body. That's where I believe the soul resides and the tension is distorting our signal from spirit. So releasing this tension from our past, I believe, is freeing up the soul. Once the soul is happy in the body, I believe it's likely to stay in the body for longer. So and, you know, tuning into spirit will just happen more and more the more we release this stuck energy from our past. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense because now, especially compared to like the beginning of my journey with, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, law of assumption, and all of this, you realize how important it is to do the inner work. And I think that's why certain people may find it hard to manifest, even though we're consciously manifesting every single moment of the day, but consciously manifest um, and create for the things we want. Because like you mentioned, a lot of manifestation has to do with following that inner voice and trusting yourself and the universe and going with that flow and following that call that's calling you. And like you mentioned, if there's a lot of tension, it may not be the signals always there. It could never get shut off, but we might not be attuned to it. So I personally think like, you know, doing whatever, you know, healing or transmuting work you need is very important, irregardless of if you're trying to create something, it's just something that we should do. But what is your advice for people who sometimes they know they have these emotions, or they know that this is something that they need to do, but they can't pinpoint what exactly is caused it. Maybe they can't think back on the particular incident, but they know or they could feel that they're a little off. What's your advice um, to those people? Well, I would recommend using the EFT and, and just with EFT, you just go exactly where you are. So if you're feeling like there's something wrong or something's not working right, that's what you tap on. You tap on those words. It feels like something's not working right. right? And as you let go, that's like the outer layer. As you let go of that layer, something else will come to mind, maybe some more specifics, like something like, you know, this manifestation of this car isn't working, right? Whatever it is, whatever thought comes up, that's what you tap on. Mm -hmm. And as you tap through that, you will ask yourself maybe, well, what does that remind me of? When do I remember having this feeling before? Maybe it's, I'm not worthy right? Something like deep, like I'm not worthy of a new car. And maybe that feeling comes from childhood when maybe a parent wouldn't buy you something that you wanted, right? Those thoughts will come to mind as we release more and more of the outer layers. It's hard to believe when you haven't actually done the process, mm -hmm. but, but it is, it's opening up that subconscious mind and it's opening up all those memories from childhood and they will just start surfacing as you do more and more of the work. Yeah. So it's about essentially like trusting yourself in the process. Because I know 
for certain people, it could just be hard to get started or there tends to be some fear around this type of work. People are scared what they're going to uncover. But like we mentioned before, if you don't do it, it's going to bubble up in its own way anyway. <laughs> right. So, it's just stuck energy, right? I, yeah. All those memories, all that trauma, it doesn't exist outside of us. Mm-hmm. The only place it exists is inside of us. And it's just stuck energy. It wants to leave. Right? So it's really good to have some kind of experience of, of working with EFT to actually know that it works. So I had that after I came home from the doctor. I learned how to do it. And then I had a 17-year-old cat at home that needed to have a daily saline shot. His kidneys were failing. So the first time I gave him a shot, my hand was just shaking out of control. So I tapped on all aspects of it, all aspects of that experience. And the next day, the needle just slid right in. All the fear that I had been holding in my hand just disappeared. So I knew at that point, freedom was on the other side. I had to get through those feelings and that fear and get to the other side. And that's where the freedom is. So that one experience for me made me realize that I could do it. It's just stuck inside of me. I can let it go. And I want to be in that place of freedom. Yeah, this has been incredible. I really do enjoy conversations like this because like I mentioned I know in the spiritual community there's like this stigma against negative emotions and people think if you give attention to your negative emotions that's what's going to manifest but then the opposite is actually true it's when you ignore them because they're already there you know ignoring them is is not going to do anything they're already there and they just want to be expressed and like you mentioned they want to be released which is something that i i honestly believe too they want to be transmuted and released because it's not our natural state so it's kind of like that is why certain experiences or situations if we don't do the work tend to continue to remanifest it's not because we're doing something wrong or these things don't work it's just that they're present and they're trying to just make themselves known to you. So at first they might come up as these sensations in the body. And eventually if, you know, if we don't realize they're like, okay, on to the next step and the next step to kind of get you to that place of um, embracing them. So I think it's something very, very important for people to know because a lot of the spiritual work doesn't share how powerful and important this is. And Yeah. So I commend you so much. Thank you for sharing your journey and all of this with us. So is there any other advice you'd like to share with my audience? I would love to share just about, you know, what's happening out in society. We tend to think that that things are outside of us. And I know you've talked about this before, but if we take full responsibility for everything we're creating, right, we've also created everything we're seeing on the news, right? If if someone, if a couple are arguing outside of us, right, we tend to think, oh, that's nothing to do with me, right? So um, I can't do anything about it, but we can always take some responsibility for it in the way we feel about it, right? If we're listening to the news and we're sitting in fear, then we can work with that fear. We can transmute that fear and come back to peace because when we come back to peace, that's the signal we're emitting and we're attracting peace into our future, Right. But if we're sitting in that place of fear, 
then we're attracting more experiences in our future that are fearful that way. So we could all take responsibility for everything that's happening now outside of us. Any divisions that are happening, we've all got some feelings around the other side, right? What other people think, and we can work with those feelings and let them go. I think that's also very important because everyone knows like, oh, I create my own reality. But then it's like, well, that person's having another experience. That's their own thing. But it's like, no, this is still your reality. If you're conscious of it, it's still part of your reality. And a big thing with law of assumption is how everyone is a reflection of us. So like you mentioned, like the couple arguing, in order for us to be aware of what's happening, there either has to be some type of tension within us that needs to be released, or maybe we just have an idea that, you know, this is just things that happen and people are a certain way. I think it's very important for us to explore that, like just being conscious of the things that are happening around us and then kind of thinking like, okay, like, like you mentioned, how do I feel about this? Like what's coming up for me? And then that's kind of how you can take steps towards, you know, making your life better, but then also like the world, because like you mentioned, you start emitting peace and that peace dissipates to everyone else as well, which is a beautiful thing because we are all connected. And so sometimes we feel like where we are, we can't do certain things with what's going on in the news. But again, like you said, working through that fear, it's kind of like the stuff that are happening they wouldn't be able to happen if there weren't, if there wasn't so much fear. So it's like, if we are conscious of the fear or the anger and we transmute it, who knows it, we're not conscious of it sometimes, but it can lessen down the, down the road and bring a lot more peace. So that's a beautiful thing. So we can always do something. Our energy is so powerful. Yeah. And a lot of things are coming up now to be looked at, right? So, I mean, it's, it's hard to take full responsibility sometimes, right? I'm Imagine us taking full responsibility for what's happening in in Ukraine, right? As you go through this process, you become more aware of how energy works in in the universe, right? So, for example, Putin, in my mind, I see him as a bully, right, that needs to be stopped. So in my past, I've experienced bullies. In my past, I've learned about World War I, World War II, right? We've seen movies that have talked about World War III. All of those memories and those fears that we stored with them when we learned about them, those live inside of us, right? And have been emitting a signal in all of us, I think, so that we attract something similar to look at and release. So I'm thinking all of us have some work to do. I'm excited to work with energy. I've worked with it for like a month or so, and then I forget, and then I go back to it. But even like you mentioned, one of the things that did stick with me is just being conscious of my emotions and the things, feeling the feelings in my body. Something that just came up for me, because, you know, there's things going on constantly right now in the world and throughout our the day in our personal lives. But I know you mentioned like you you do it, I think you said before bed, like before I go to sleep, just kind of maybe going through the day or just letting myself think about the things that I have going on in life and just allowing myself to feel it, all the stuff on the news, just see what comes up. Because sometimes, especially in conversation, we're talking with other people, there's like, you know, other influences, we might not be as aware to how we actually feel about something. Sometimes we're just responding with what the collective thinks and 
you know, oh, I think this, but then when you really sit with yourself, it might be different. We can relax at such a deeper level than we believe we can. Like we actually might think we're lying in bed and we're relaxed, but in actuality, we probably have so much tension inside of us that we're not aware of. Right? So doing this work, lying in bed, just even just feeling your body, where am I feeling tension and can I relax that more than I think I can? Right? Even that, that work does something, it changes the signal. Yeah, like simply starting with like a body scan and then just stopping where you notice any tension. Yeah, because sometimes, like you said, it doesn't have to necessarily be particular thoughts that you're thinking or it's just sometimes it's just there. So just giving ourselves that self-love, which I love. Yeah. Thank you so much. How can my listeners get in contact with you? There's several ways. I wrote a book called The Pathway to Insight, which goes through all the steps that I went through in case anyone else wants to take this work on. Um, That's available on Amazon. I have a website, anhints.com, A-N-N-H-I-N-C-E.com. And it has the x-rays on there that you can look at. And I have a YouTube channel, have a demonstration of EFT, a demonstration of feeling your feelings and some other videos on there of different aspects of the story. And I have a public Facebook page that I love to interact on. I love explaining things on there. So I'm happy to answer any questions. Okay, incredible. So I'm going to have all of your links, your resources, and your information down in the show notes. So my audience can connect with you because like I mentioned, this is very important work. And sometimes within the spiritual community, people don't necessarily feel like they have a safe space or people that they can talk to about this stuff that's also going through it. So um, that would be very important for anyone who's interested so they can have those resources and they could connect with you if they choose to. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share my story. Welcome back. I hope that episode resonated with you and you learned some tools in order for you to allow the healing process, which is very important to not only amplify your manifestations, but to also just tap into the whole of who you are, allowing you to be essentially your most authentic self. So I just want to quickly mention some amazing projects that I am working on. First and foremost, I would love to share Soul Tribe with you. Soul Tribe is the first social and dating app for those of us who are conscious of the fact that we create our own reality. It's an amazing platform which allows people to connect locally as well as all over the world for friendships and love interests, all while implementing amazing features which allow deeper connection with self, all while amplifying your manifestations. I am so excited to share Soul Tribe with everyone. It's going to be an amazing vortex of conscious connection and creation. And essentially, Soul Tribe is a community. All it needs is amazing co-creators just like you. All of the advertisements on Soul Tribe are also going to be of high vibe businesses, products, and services. So if you have an incredible business which you are proud of that you would like to advertise within the app, the link that I'm going to share in the description or the show notes will be of the landing page as well well as sign up to inquire about how you can advertise within the app once it is live. Lastly, I'm excited to share with you that I've decided to start working one-on-one with people in order to create their own personalized manifestation tools. So we all use incredible tools when it comes to manifesting, such as guided meditations, affirmations, self-concept statements, visualizations, subliminals, all that good stuff. 
But sometimes we find that when we listen to these things, because they are created for a lot of people in mind, they tend to be very general. And that is what inspired me to help others create their own personalized manifestation tools. This will allow people to really tap into whatever it is that they are creating using specific words, places, or phrases which are very relevant to them. So then when they listen to their manifestation tools, it is personalized to them and really allows them to tap into the energy of their manifestation. And remember, we are the power behind our manifestation, but our manifestation tools are exactly that. They are just tools that allow us to tap into our energy, expelling the amazing power which is within us. So why not make these tools personalized and fun? So if you guys are interested in having your own personalized manifestation tool, we would have a one-on-one Zoom session in which we discuss whatever it is that you are manifesting and the type of affirmations or maybe even a specific scenery that will allow you to really tap into feeling as if this manifestation is happening personally for you. So if you are interested, fill out those link in my description or my show notes to the Google Doc and once I officially go live with the business, I will contact you and we will connect. The Google form also has links to YouTube videos of rampages and guided meditations that I have created so you can kind of get a feel of what I'm talking about, how excited I am to make these tools for all of you because I really put my energy in it and I really tap into the feeling of just love and abundance whenever I make them so they're actually very fun for me to make. So until next time guys, continue to be your amazing self. There's a reason why you are here and I love and I appreciate all of you. Whatever it is that you're creating, remember, you are the creator of your reality and everything exists in this moment for you and because of you. So allow yourself to tap into your incredible energy knowing that all things are possible for you. You are a divine being having a human experience and guess what? That human experience is supposed to be fun. So allow yourself to live in the end, work on your self-concept, allow in all of the incredible goodness of what it means to be you. And I am rooting for you and I want to be the first to congratulate you on your success because in my reality, everyone is happy, everyone is successful, and everyone's living their best lives. So thank you for joining me and I hope to see you soon. Until next time, I'm sending you all peace, love, and high vibes. Bye!